Welcome to the Lotus Flower Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Butner. So today we decided to go back into the DMs. I'm not sure if y'all are all caught up. We had part one and part two of me reading some of the letters, messages, DMs, voice notes that I've been receiving from the listeners, basically just giving me a rundown of their situations and asking for advice. And I've been giving my advice. So um, if you haven't caught up, you can go back and listen to part one and two. This one right here is going to be part three. All right. So I'm going to start, just jump right in because I have so many. Um, and this one says, Hey, big sis. Hey, little sis. I'm writing from Ghana and I came across your podcast because my roommate is from Gambia. She is very sweet and we have been roommates since last year when she transferred to my school. She listens to both your English and native language episodes. She lets me know when she listens to the English episodes and we listen together. Sometimes we invite the other girls in our dorm. She is a virgin and plans to stay that way until she gets married. She has a Ghanaian boyfriend who is just as religious as her and supports her decision to stay a virgin. The dilemma I have is that I found out that her boyfriend is in, is in a relationship with another boy on campus. Everyone knows except her, and I'm not sure if I should be the one to tell her. Okay, yes, you're definitely in a difficult position because you never want to be the one <laughs> that tells a friend or someone you love information that's going to impact their life, but in a negative way, possibly. You never want to be the bearer of bad news, basically. In this case, um, I think you should consider simple three things. Firstly, consider her personality. How is she like? In the year that you've been her roommate, is she the kind of person that if you were to tell her information like this, she would blow up? She would have a very explosive um, reaction. She might get angry at you. She might be very dramaful about it. Or is she the kind of person that if you were to share this kind of information, she would be receptive? Number two, you want to make sure that your delivery is correct. Find out how to tell her where and when to tell her, um, because that matters. And then also the words that you're going to use first, you might want to affirm her before you share this news that could possibly blow up her relationship. Lastly, you need to make sure that you're not attached to the actions and the decisions that she takes when you tell her very simple. If you tell her and she decides to stay with the guy anyway, you should not be attached to that action and reaction. If you tell her and she breaks up with the guy, again, don't be attached to what she decides to do after you tell her. Because sometimes as humans, we do this thing where we tell you something we think is bad and you react like, oh, okay. And then you stay with the guy and we're like, really? So you're going to stay with him? Listen, that's not your position. Your position is to inform her because you said everybody on campus knows except her. So these are the things you want to think about. What is her personality like? Will she receive this well or will this just be a fucking shit show? Then you decide what you want to do. Number two, delivery. How, when, where are you going to tell her? What are the words that you're going to use? And lastly, do not be attached to her reaction and the actions she decides to take after you share this information with her. Okay. I'm sorry you're put in this position. I think a lot of us have been in that position once or twice or thrice before, and it's never fun.
I'm going to move into the next um, DM. This one says, hey, sis. Hey, sis. I'm writing in from Kigali, Rwanda. I'm a young 20-something-year-old. I was invited to a wedding by my cousins while they were in Kigali for Christmas vacation. They live in Brussels, and one of their friends flew down for her wedding. During the reception, the bride kept looking at me, and she came she was dancing close to me. She touched my butt at some point, and I thought it was an accident. I was drinking and a little tipsy. I went to the bathroom, and 30 seconds later, she followed me in the bathroom and locked the door behind her. She took a couple of steps towards me and started kissing me. We fucked right there, and it was a quickie. We didn't use any protection. I let her walk out first, and I followed. I, and I stayed back, still in shock about what just took place. I fucked the bride at her own wedding. I just hope she doesn't get pregnant from this wedding reception quickie. Should I find out her phone number and confirm? Okay. So, young man, you went to a wedding and fucked the bride at her wedding reception. Okay. Now you want to know if you should follow up because you nutted in her because y'all didn't have any protection and you want to make sure that she doesn't get pregnant and then the baby's yours. Unfortunately, you don't have that luxury. You were very irresponsible by number one, showing up to a wedding as a wedding guest, fucking the bride at the wedding, nutting in her, not using any protection. And now all of a sudden you have your conscious back and you want to make sure that you follow up to make sure she's not pregnant and that if she is pregnant, that the baby's not yours. Mm -mm. We don't know what state of mind the bride was in. Maybe she was like, let me get the last dick in. Maybe she was, you know, not happy to marry the guy she was marrying. Maybe it was arranged. Maybe she was forced. Maybe she had all her mind, you know, with her and just decided to do one last risky situation. Or maybe this is what she does all the time anyway. We don't know the state of mind that she was in. You were a little tipsy and you decided to fuck the bride. What you're not going to do now is try to blow up her life because you trying to figure out her name, who has her phone number, reaching out to her, asking her if she's pregnant, all of that. Now the story is going to come to life. If y'all didn't get caught at the wedding, which it seems like you didn't, leave it alone. Let's just consider it this one of those once in a lifetime, dumb decisions that you've made that makes a good story, but that you don't want to repeat. And for her, if she ends up pregnant and the baby might be yours, might be the husband's, she probably is not going to reach out to you. She probably is not going to tell you. She'll raise that baby with her husband and move on with her life. So don't go blowing up her life now that she's a married woman. You fucked her at the wedding. You know, you had your good time. You nutted in her. This is not the time to be like, oh, now I wonder if the baby's mine. I want to call and follow up and figure out and confirm. Mm -mm. Make sure you don't do this again. How about that? Do not go to weddings and fuck the bride. Let's just make that a rule of thumb for you moving forward. Be more responsible. That's it. That's all I got for you, sir. All right. We are going to move to the next letter. This one says, hi, auntie. I am not your auntie. Who is your auntie? Call me big sis. Call me sis. Anyway, I digress. She goes, 
I moved to the U.S. when I was 10, 10 years old and lived with my auntie and uncle. I stayed with them until I was 15 and I got kicked out. I had to earn my place in that family. I cooked and cleaned and did laundry for everyone in the house as well as picked up the kids from the school bus. I was their built-in babysitter. Nothing I did was ever appreciated. My aunt caught me with a boy in my room and they kicked me out because they didn't want me to corrupt their righteous children. I bounced around from one friend's house to the next for two years until I finally got a job and got my own place. All right. I got the job I got was dancing at a strip club. I have a great body and I look older than I am. My body is voluptuous and I have that Coca-Cola body shape. I made a lot of money dancing and I could pay for my lifestyle and save some money. I also stayed sending money to my parents back home. One day while at work, my uncle walked into the club. I was shocked because he's the head of our local mosque. His wife is a hijabi and they were super religious when I was living with them. I took pictures of him getting a lap dance and getting head by one of my co-workers. I want to leak the pictures and embarrass him because they were so mean to me when I was a little girl and they kicked me out and left me to fend for myself. Do you think I should leak the pictures or at least send them to his wife so she knows her husband ain't shit? Um, firstly, I sympathize with you. It's really sad um, for the families that send their children abroad to be raised by other family members because more often than not, um, they end up becoming the maid. It sounds like you were the maid. You had to do all the cooking, the cleaning, taking care of the children, um, walking them to the bus stop, picking them up. Um, I don't know even if you had the chance to just be a child yourself and do your homework and watch TV and relax and put your feet up because it seemed like you were busy taking care of the house and the children. Um, so for that, I empathize with you. However, um, I think that your uncle who's supposed to be the head of your local mosque walking into a strip club might be very shocking for you as it sounds like it was. Uh, but these people also have their own vices, right? They're human just like everybody else. Um, some of them, you know, like strip clubs and some of them smoke and some of them drink and some of them have affairs. They're human. They might be the head of um, the mosque, but at the end of the day, you know, they make mistakes and they have their vices. I, I know that most people put um, put people like that on a pedestal and expect, you know, nothing but righteousness from them. And they should always know better and therefore do better. And, you know, they're the leaders in these settings. So therefore there's no room to make mistake. However, um, wanting to embarrass him, um, and wanting, it sounds like you want payback. You're like, they were so mean to me. They did all these horrible things to me. They kicked me out when I was 15. I was literally out in the streets living with friends for two years, you know, bouncing around from couch to couch, you know, couch surfing and who knows what other things, you know, you had to deal with in those two years of practically, you know, 
not having a home of your own. I don't want to say you are homeless because you're not in the streets, but you're bouncing around and, and making it work for yourself. Um, you said you started working at the strip club after two years. So that means you were 17, but you also did say that you look older and you have a very voluptuous body. So I'm sure you were able to finesse the situation so that you can start working and making money for yourself. I think you need to focus on you, focus on improving yourself, um, have a plan for yourself. You don't want to work at the strip club forever. So the money that you're saving, I'm sure you have a plan, whether you want to go back to school or maybe you want to start your own business, or maybe you want to transition to something else. I'm happy to hear that you're saving. You're also sending money to your parents. So I'm sure your parents don't know where you work and what you do. Cause if they, if, if, if they knew, I'm not sure that you would be hiding from your uncle because it seems like you're hiding from him and you're taking pictures of him doing naughty things, but you're not showing your face. So you probably also don't want the people in your community to know what you do for a living. As much as you want revenge and you want to embarrass him and you want the wife to know your husband ain't shit, it's not your place. You know, when it comes to these things, leave it to God. God will surely reveal who this man is to his wife, his children, his community, when God is well and good. You might feel like this is time for me to pay back. Payback is not for you. All that energy, focus it on yourself and doing better and continuing to take care of you and moving forward in your life. Um, I don't think you should send the pictures to his wife to be like, your, your husband ain't shit. She probably already knows her husband ain't shit. Trust me. And for this man, being who he is, being at a strip club, getting his dick sucked, and I'm sure when he goes to his congregation, he'll say that things like this are haram. Don't worry. He'll get found out sooner or later. Um, I think it should just be something you move past. Um, you might need to see a therapist. Um, it sounds like you're in the Western world uh, because you said the school school bus dropping and picking up from the school bus and you also said yes you were sent to live in the u.s actually you already told us where you are so you're in the u.s um use some of that money that you're saving to get a therapist so that you can unpack all the trauma that you went through in that house um while you were you know couch surfing for two years also working at the strip club I don't know what you're dealing with there, but getting a therapist might be something that's really helpful for you. And I want you to focus your energy on yourself. Don't worry about your uncle and the auntie. They'll get what's coming to them. That's just how God works. All right. Next one here um, we're going to get into is um, one that came from, from Uganda. Okay. It says, hi, Anna. Hello. I have never done this, but I want to share my story. I live in Kampala, Uganda. I am a typical rich kid going to the best school and driving a nice car. Well, I guess my parents are rich, but they always give me money, so I'm always stacked. Every day after school, our maid comes to my room and sucks my dick. No, it's not by force. I do give her money. She gives the best head. None of the pretty girls at school can even come close to her skills. The furthest I have gone with girls is getting my dick sucked because I am gay. I like boys, but I can't act on it until I leave this country and get out of out and until I leave for college 
and get out of this country to truly be myself. My parents are sending me to Canada and I can't wait to go and be free. All right, young man. Um, so you live in Uganda and you're gay and you come from a privileged background and your maid is sucking your dick and you're giving the maid money. All right. And you, it also seems you, some of the pretty girls at school also suck your dick. Cause you said that the maid skills are better than the pretty girls at school, which means the pretty girls at school give you head sometimes. You cannot express yourself and truly be who you are in your country because of the environment and the laws against being gay. Um, so you're just waiting for the day that you leave for college and go to Canada and be yourself. You know what? I am sure that the minute you get to Canada, you're going to be one of those, you know, kids that like dyes his hair red or pink or yellow or green and come out in some platforms. You probably go get some piercings. You probably get tattoos. Like you're finally going to be free to be who you are and express yourself confidently, loudly. Um, and I'm excited for you. I'm happy for you to leave as well and to go to college and to just truly be yourself and, you know, uh, express yourself in the ways that you feel you want to. And, um, and also just, ex just experience being, having freedom, right? Freedom of choice to be with who you want to be at the same time, take the time to really get in touch with yourself, to figure out who you are as a gay person outside of your country. What do you want? What are you looking for? Um, and also don't rush into any relationships most importantly, be very responsible. Make sure you're always protecting yourself. Make sure you're testing your partners and you're getting tested as well. Because what you don't want to do is be like, ah, I'm finally free. And then you're out there just fucking every gay guy that comes your way. You don't want that because you don't want to end up with a disease that can't be cured. You don't want to end up getting STDs, you know, every couple weeks or every couple months because you're being reckless. So as much as I'm excited for you, I would caution you to take the time to be more reflective once you get there and you're like, now that I have this freedom, who am I really? And how do I want to express that? Even if it's dyeing your hair, getting tattoos, getting piercings, wearing platforms. I don't know why I think wearing platforms for a guy is a gay thing. I don't know. Maybe these are my biases in my mind, but, um, it's almost like I can see you in some really tight jeans. I don't know what kind of gay person you're going to be. Uh, I don't know if you're more feminine or you're more masculine. I'm not sure, but these are also things that you can figure out on your own. So take your time and don't rush and make any reckless decisions that you're going to live with the consequences long-term. Okay. All right. Let me get into this last one. This one says, Hey, big sis. See, I like you already. Hey, big sis. All right. Hey, little sis. How are you? All right. It says I am in high school and I'm sleeping with my boyfriend and his best friend. My boyfriend does not go to my school, but he's very sweet. He bought me a phone and he's always giving me money. He comes to visit me at home and my mom and siblings like him very much. His best friend is very popular and goes to my school. 
we had two classes together and he always sits next to me. Every time other boys try to talk to me, he tells them I'm taken. He's very protective of me. One day during sports day, we left early together and he drove me home. On the way, he stopped the car and told me he had feelings for me. Okay. He even cried. We kissed and he took off my panties and ate me out. It was so good and I had my first orgasm. After that, I was addicted to him. We skip school all the time to have sex. I orgasm almost every time we have sex and if I don't, he will usually eat me out until I come in his mouth. Our sex is amazing. I no longer have sex with my boyfriend, but I feel bad to break up with him. What should I do? Okay. So you are what we call a homie hopper. So a homie hopper is a girl um, or a boy that has sex with from or, or goes from one person to the other but dealing with close friends. So like you're having sex with boys that are in the same group, like the same group of friends. So it seems like you're doing the homie hopping. And not only is the homie hopping with your boyfriend's friend, it's your boyfriend's best friend. So firstly, you're young. Um, I think this is the age um, to make those kind of mistakes. You're clearly sexually active, so I hope you're protecting yourself. You're wearing, making sure that um, whoever you're having sex with is wearing condoms. Hopefully, you guys are also getting tested to make sure that you know your status as far as STIs and STDs and HIV. And while you are having the time of your life right now with your boyfriend's best friend because he makes you come he's good at eating you out it sounds like you you said you never came with your boyfriend so this is the first time you're experiencing an orgasm and definitely it can be overwhelming you're like oh my god i never knew sex could feel this good like i want it all the time you are completely digmatized you are all about your boyfriend's best friend's dick however you need to break up with your boyfriend I mean, it's got to the point where you're not even fucking him anymore. Like, you're like, why should I fuck him? I want to fuck his best friend because that's when I come, right? Right, I get it. Sounds pretty logical. But what you're doing is stringing the both of them along, the both of them along. And what you don't want also is to keep sneaking around. At some point, you're going to get caught. It's never sustainable. Affairs, side dicks, hiding to have sex, these things, some way, somehow, it always comes to light. So I think you should break up with your boyfriend. Once you break up with your boyfriend, uh, maybe you and your, your boyfriend's best friend can come up with a plan to let him know that y'all are now together. Like maybe you could say, you know, when we broke up, I was so heartbroken. He was consoling me. And then one thing led to the other. And now we're together, right? Y'all can maybe sell that to him. I'm not sure. Um, if the best friend does not want to tell his friend, um, that you two are together, then you've got yourself caught up in some very funny situation. But firstly, I think you should break up with the boyfriend that you're with now. The one that's giving you the phone, the ones that giving you money, the one that your mom and your siblings like, the one that you're not fucking anymore. 
Mm-hmm. Break up with him. Let him go and find another girlfriend who can be with him and he can be a sweet boyfriend too who appreciate him. And maybe that girl can teach him how to do things differently so that she can orgasm if they're in a sexual relationship. And for you and the best friend, I don't think y'all can stay fucking in cars, hiding from him. Sooner or later, y'all are going to get caught. So maybe y'all need to come up with a story that you can sit your ex-boyfriend down and tell him we are now together. But don't string your boyfriend along. I think firstly, it's just break up with him. Then you and homeboy, the best friend, can figure out if you you can come up with some kind of a story to tell him that y'all are together. He might not like it at first. And he might, you know, want to end the friendship with the best friend and never speak to the two of you again. Or the best friend might be like, this is just sex. I don't want to lose my best friend. But you did say that he told you he had feelings for you and he even cried. But you know, I don't know these tears, tears of a young boy. It might just be part of the plan, right? To get, to get you to feel real comfortable so that you can get your panties off and he can eat that coochie, which he did. And then you came and now you're digmatized. But listen, homie hopping is terrible. Girl code. You know, y'all can't be out here, young ladies, fucking all the boys that are in the same group. I think if you're fucking one boy from a group, don't touch any of the other boys. Like, go far. Go find another guy in a, in a different neighborhood or from a different school or from a different crew. Because also, you don't want to have the reputation of being a homie hopper. You know, cause boys are going to be like, mm, I don't know about this one. She'll fuck you, your best friend, your, your other guy friend. Your, so, you know, you don't want that reputation on you, but you definitely got yourself in a, in a situation here that is all about you and enjoying your sex and enjoying your orgasms, but break up with homeboy, just break up with your boyfriend and you and your, his best friend can figure out what to do and what are the next steps to, to take moving forward. I'm going to stop there for today. I will come back with part four of Lotus Flower Podcast DMs. And for all of you who are sending in your voice notes and your DM messages, and um, also in the, on the Anchor app, I have um, messages that you can send me. I've received some audio from there. So keep those coming as well. And I'll just keep this going. As long as y'all have questions, as long as y'all are willing to share your stories, I will read them here. I'll give you my opinion. And again, if that's not enough, seek the advice of a professional or seek the advice of an elder in your life who you trust. Thanks, guys.